Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I want to piss off Memphis fans. Not on purpose. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't think Jordan Poole is a dirty player. Moran has come up limping here. Rubbing his right knee. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I haven't seen a single play where I thought that guy's a dirty player at all. Earlier on the show, Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer Rick Stroud. ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis. Longtime Boston Globe columnist Bob Ryan. Coming up, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. If you're on hold, stand hold. We'll take your phone calls. Hour number three of this program. We've already chatted with Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe, formerly now with ESPN forever and a day. Uh, he's got a new book on baseball out called In Scoring Position, 40 Years of a Baseball Love Affair. We talked about the Celtics' big uh, comeback win, certainly with a uh, remarkable fourth-quarter performance last night, 16-19 from the field in the fourth quarter, 6-for-6 six six from Al Horford, and now the Celtics go home and have an opportunity to just win at home and knock out the defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks. Um, we also talked with Jay Billis at the top of last hour uh, about the new NIL ruling that the Division One Board of Directors made trying to remove the collectives that have been formed uh, across this country by boosters, putting in a whole bunch of money to figure out how to uh, create deals for players as opposed to just deals giving uh, uh, players getting deals organically based on their name, image, and likeness. Now these collectives have been uh, formed to incentivize players or induce players to appear at schools as opposed to these NIL deals rewarding players for their name, image, and likeness already out of school. You could uh, pretty much guess Jay thinks that it's just a drop of water in the ocean that's not going to work. Uh, hour number one, we had Rick Stroud on the program from the Tampa Bay Times to try and figure out how to make heads or tails of the top story of the day. If you missed any of it, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. For those of you who have not been here for the first two hours of the program, Susie Schuster sitting in for uh, Chris Brockman in his chair. Susie, you've got some uh, news a news update coming up in the middle of this hour. I do correct. it. I'm ready. Okay, very good. Uh, Mike, Mike Del Tufo is wearing glasses for the first time, yes. saying he's needed them for years. Uh, that might be the top story. Susie, is that in your news update later on? I think we need to repeat the top story of the day. I think that's day. breaking news, uh, That Rich. could be breaking. That certainly was for us. 
And it, now we understand how he's been breaking things around here for the last seven plus years. TJ Jefferson, good to see you in your position. Well, it's good always. to be seen, Rick. Excellent. It really is. Uh, and, uh, you know, joining us here at the top of this hour to talk about the, the top story of the day. Um, uh, and that is um, Tom Brady uh, announcing or Fox announcing Fox writ large, not Fox Sports, but uh, the Fox uh, uh, major domo uh, Lachlan Murdoch announcing that Tom Brady has agreed to uh, call games for Fox Sports in their number one NFL booth once he's done playing. So that news came today. So we figured uh, there's only two people on the planet who have retired Tom Brady, uh, Lachlan Murdoch and this man, Jeff Darlington of ESPN, joining me here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Jeff? That's a good one. What's up, How you doing, man? I thought you'd like that introduction. I thought oh, you'd like. Isn't this funny? I, I called you yesterday. I texted you yesterday saying, hey, how'd you like to come on and talk about uh, that <laughs> F1 race where everybody showed up in Miami um, yeah. like it was the Met Gala of sports, you know, and um, and what was going on there? Because Brady was there hugging it out yeah. with Michael Jordan. And I wanted to get your two cents on on Brady's future as well. And then we'll wake up today and see this news and then heard from Andrew Marshawn of the New York Post, 10 years, $375 million for Brady to do this. And now I guess we have our answers to why. Right, Jeff? You know that why? is the why, right? And you know what the funny thing is, Rich? Is, I mean, we're talking six months ago. Tom Brady wasn't thinking about being an NFL analyst. In fact, for years, that's been at the bottom of his list in terms of post-career ambitions. Um but as we've all seen, this market just suddenly just skyrocket. And suddenly, uh, I guess ambitions change. <laughs> then again, I guess, you know, I don't really have any plans to become like a landscaper or a lawnmower, but you throw me $2 million and hand me a rake and I'll be, uh, <laughs> I'll be out there in the yard. And it'll be a very lush uh, front lawn, no <laughs> doubt. Right. I'm sure you'll put, your, you'll put some elbow grease into all of that. So in, in all seriousness, when, yeah. when you were doing your reporting uh, back in, I guess, what is that, late January now or early February, yeah. Yeah. about yeah. Tom Brady's uh, retirement or 1.0, what this was not part of the plan, right? Or, or did it become no. part of the plan the minute that Fox heard he was he step away from retirement? No, um, but as we saw, um, you know, second only to perhaps the wide receiver market in free agency, um, this this off season, whether it be with Joe Buck, it's weird to talk about, by the way. Uh, our industry <laughs> I know it says it's newsworthy but it is you know when when uh when Joe and Troy did their deals with ESPN and suddenly Amazon was chasing Sean McVay uh and that number started to go up you know suddenly it, this industry changed dramatically you know Tony Romo what he was making on his first deal uh felt like a groundbreaking thing and now it's uh it's not even top of the market not even close so no, it was, it really it really wasn't. Uh, as far as I have a, a long understood, wasn't something that was on Tom's mind. But I think that's also why I've always sort of warned, even when it comes to like Miami Dolphins ownership. You know, I think I think even maybe last time I was on here, we were kind of talking about there's a lot of reporting about Tom going into that, and even when he was retiring the first time, like yeah, the conversations were happening about that. But I kept warning people, like, until ink is dry on those deals, they're so complex and so nuanced, it's not done. And 
and Brady has been talking for years, as most athletes do, about what he's going to do when ultimately it's not football anymore. And those are fluid conversations until someone plops down a 10-year deal worth $375 million, and then all of a sudden your plans are solidified. Yeah, and and then he's going to go do it when he's done. What's your best guess right now? First blush, ink still drying, T's being crossed, eyes dotted on this deal with Fox Sports for Brady. What's your best guess when when it, that ten year deal starts after this year? Another one? What do you think? I would say after this year. I mean, look, I'm I'm not even. This is not me trying to break news or anything like that. But logic prevails in this situation, and I know a lot of people like to joke he'll play forever and. There's no reason to believe him any time he says anything about retiring now. But I do think um, another thing we've talked about, Rich, is, look, he never liked the idea of a farewell tour. And I think that that ultimately was part of the reason he decided to retire in January when he did, because it was like, I I just want this to be done, and I want it to be clean and easy and over. And uh, and I think once he stepped back, he realized, wow, that's that's a bit... uh, misplaced thinking like i need to do this how exactly how i want to so if i had to guess i'd say he plays another year and then he goes and does this and um and it makes a lot more sense now that he does have uh, a vision for what he's going to do after because ultimately i know it's tough for all of us to realize but tom brady is a human and (laughs) as, as such it's not easy to have a 20 year legendary career and think about what comes after whether it's him dabbling in acting or whether it's his religion of sports or Shadowline production companies all these different things that have piqued his interest they all sound fun but they're also very difficult projects to 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 go after now this is something that keeps him in football it pays him handsomely and it allows him to continue to do a lot of those sort of pet projects uh, and not necessarily have to just rely on them entirely for uh, for his pleasure away from the game. Yeah, I guess that's the the, the ultimate question, uh, Jeff Darlington of ESPN here on the Rich Eisen Show. When you think about it, is the, the the line of when he's retired, he will join us when he's retired. If yeah. that is just the fig leaf required to give Brady the farewell season without the farewell tour mm-hmm. that he's that 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 I I totally understand would leave him, uh, you know. Uh, chafing at that whole yeah. concept or that truly is something that Brady wants as an option that if this year doesn't go the way he wants or he does want to go to Miami let's just let's just throw it out there right, right. I mean because that was the that sure. was the spot where he was thinking about it appears <laughs> now that the now that this has all been discussed maybe that that he wants that out right like but you think yeah, that's not it I I I I don't know. I, I don't think it's as maybe trivial or uh, is not the right strategic, I guess. I really don't think that, um, that it is that strategic. I think this was truly this offseason, you know, if you were talking in January, yes, the most likely thing that was going to come after his playing career was going to be uh, ownership role and perhaps even more so like getting involved within the organizational decisions. And most likely that would have been with the Dolphins. But again, we didn't see what was coming with the windfall of money within the broadcast industry. So that's what I'm saying. Things change. And I don't think that this is like, you know, uh, maybe I'll still go do the doll. I mean, I think that this is 
oh, man, like, this is right up front money. This doesn't require an investment. This is me making more over the next 10 years than I made in 20 years as a player. That, to me, is not nearly as hard of a decision <laughs> as maybe his post-career ambitions were four months ago. Yeah, I guess he, he made only uh, $37.5 million in a single season once, and that was last year, right? That's about I think it. His career earnings yeah. were like $330 million, which is awesome. Yes. But, I mean, this is more than that. That's, it's mind-boggling. And literally, it, is, it would have been it is as incomprehensible as it is today. It would have been completely unfathomable six months ago if you said that Tom Brady was going to sign a 10-year deal that was going to pay him $37 million a year to broadcast games. That doesn't, that doesn't compute with what, for instance, Tony Romo was getting. So things changed. Changed for all of us. And it changed for Tom Brady as well. Well, I mean, it's also uh, um, the Jeff Darlington. Apparently, he's an ambassador or something like that. They, uh, they're going to... For Fox? Uh, I think I if someone know. pays you that much money, you're just a whatever the hell they ask. Right? Yeah, just like, go shake that guy's hand. Go shake that <laughs> lady's hand who's a major sponsor. I guess that's what it is. I don't... I, don't I, was, in, uh, I was in Augusta and uh, at the Masters, and I was over at that like Berkman's Lounge, and Peyton Manning was standing out there mm-hmm. shaking hands mm-hmm. with the patrons. Mm-hmm. And I asked somebody, I said, what's he doing over there? He said, uh, well, all the, all the uh, Masters, all the Augusta members, they have to work. And he's a greeter. Can you imagine that? Like Peyton Manning getting assigned that role. Are you serious? Like, he, was a gre- he was a greeter uh, as a member of Augusta why. National? They all work? They all get put to work? Is that right? They get put to, the members get put to work. And his role was to be a greeter. So sometimes, you know. Greeting who? The patrons walking in the door? Patrons. It was like it was like uh, Disney World. Like when your kid goes up to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, except those kids are allowed to photograph. That, that doesn't happen at Augusta National. You, know, you can't have your camera. I didn't know I that about Peyton. Some unwritten rule, but it was in the public. I mean, in, I mean, you know, it was in the. You saw it. You report what you see, Jeff. That's what you're. That's why you're. You're. You're I a mean, professional. It was. It was twenty-five people just waiting in line to shake his hand. By the way, look at you, man. You're at the Augusta National in April, this F1 race. What the hell is that? So Stephen Ross was the host of this F1 race? That yeah. i got to be honest with you, man. I mean, the Derby is the Derby. That I'm expecting to hit my timeline over. But Mother's Day, you know, all of a sudden, you're like, why is Brady hugging Jordan? And where's he, you know, what's he doing hanging out with Lewis Hamilton and, and yeah. Bex, you know? And then, right. you know... Uh, what the hell was happening there? Where, it was what, awesome. What is it? Where was it? It was, uh, it was at the stadium, okay. the Hard Rock Stadium. Okay. And they've been working on it for several years. They built, they literally built the track around the stadium. And then there was, um, there were some areas where, you know, I, I mean, it was, awesome. man, it was a who's who. It was unbelievable, to be honest. I, I mean, for the first year, uh, and, uh, Drop more names. Go, Jeff. Go. I saw you <laughs> took a you took a photo with uh, Mahomes. I saw that one on your Instagram. I mean, I feel like a real. Di- Am I supposed to say the D word? You can. <laughs> We're all thinking it. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, but, uh, <laughs> a lot of people there. I mean, at one point in this room, it was like Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Justin Thomas. I mean, that's a pretty good starting five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, LeBron was in there. Oh, LeBron was there? I didn't see that. Okay. In the same room. LeBron what was the there. Hell? Uh Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Uh, TJ, you didn't tell me? You didn't go? 
I mean, I, I was invited. Was okay. Yeah. All right, Pharrell, I, I saw him. So is it true uh, that Stephen Ross made more coin for that day than he does uh, uh, um, for all the Dolphins home games put together? Is that what, true? Uh, did that you I read that, that somewhere? I read that, yeah. Yeah, that that's he, true. Oh, my goodness. Who do you speak to first? Like, in that room. That room. Oh, oh. Who do you want to talk to first? Who do you want to? That's a great question. Well, some people are more approachable than others, too. Okay. Um, out know, of everybody that you just mentioned. Mila. Um, do you know who is surprisingly more approachable than than I would have expected? Oh, okay. Go for it. Michael Jordan. Is that right? I knew it. Wonderful. I almost Wonderful. said it out loud. Not, not intimidating. It was odd. I was surprised. LeBron was not as... Oh, oh boy. Can't, 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 can't approach LeBron. You can't do that. The Look. most approachable was Patrick Mahomes. Of course. Jeff, Jeff Dishington here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. Look at you, man. By the way, you always think you're getting in trouble calling into the show. Well, you're you never do. Now I got my legs up, just chatting away. You know, next thing I know, I hang up and there's some tweets. He's not Snitchington, Rich. He's not Jeff Snitchington. I'm, I'm not no. snitching. Right? Am I snitching? No. I'm a little worried about the Peyton thing. Why? You're talking about, you know, what's... Just you saw something. That's all. Does somebody yeah. does somebody get the garbage duty? Like someone's oh, a greeter. <laughs> like what happens when Bill Gates, your job is to take out that? the trash? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that they assign that one to the Augusta members. But Lynn Swan stands at one entrance, and Peyton is at the other entrance. Oh my goodness! All right. So what what's the top story here from from here on out? Now uh, that Brady's. Signed, and he's moved on. We're going to get the schedule on Thursday. Is it? Yeah. Um, is it in fact none other than uh, Baker Mayfield? I guess so. I mean, Debo's still lingering out there too, but it sure seems like the Forty ers are as uh, interested in making sure that doesn't, you know, that Debo winds up coming back somehow. Um, but I'd say Baker's still, you know, ba- uh, Baker's still. The thing about that is the Browns are going to have to get out, get out of their own way with that one. They're not going to keep him on the team. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous notion that that he could somehow still be on the roster this season. Uh, they're, I understand they owe him $19 million guaranteed no matter what, but if a team is going to make a trade for him, they're not paying that $19 million. The Browns have to pay for most of it. And until their number comes down, they're not going to make that deal. So, you know, I, I guess they'll, they, they see no rush, no urgency, uh, especially now that the draft is over. But that's still got to be the next shoe to drop. There's, I, I just the idea that Baker is on your roster after all of this at the start of the season is just a ludicrous concept. Certainly, with the concept that the Browns might have that, well, you know, let's just say uh, somebody gets hurt and and now they'll well, there'll be a market I mean, for Baker. Really? There's no guarantee that the that 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 if somebody gets hurt, the the, the coach wouldn't prefer Jimmy G over Baker. Like that's right, not right. even that's not right. even a foolproof plan that you're you're I mean, banking I guess, on. I guess the mindset of the Browns is, even though it's not a foolproof plan, it's better than just releasing him outright. Or, I mean, like if there is no market for Baker because all these teams know that at some point the price has to change, um, the Browns might as well wait a little bit longer too. I just don't know what you're waiting on. You're going to keep him through what middle of August, and then, like you said, some team has an injury, so they go get Baker. Mm. Uh, I mean that's. I guess that's where we're at. It's kind of of exhausting, isn't it? If you're Baker, you're just sitting around and saying, you know what, you drafted me first overall, you know, um, and and I stuck with the program, and we we won a playoff game last year. We beat the Steelers. I went into – 
Kansas City and help stare down Mahomes. And, you know, I tried to play through something. And, again, I know something was going on with Odell, okay, and him. And I know that he he's not just the great bed of roses walking into his facility. You hear everything, right? But still, you, yeah. but still, I mean, at some point, you got to cut bait at some point, yep. you know? Yeah, you do. And look, and I think that goes for Baker, too. Like, and I'm not putting words in his mouth, and I don't know what his mentality is, but he's got to do the same thing at some point. It sucks. It's a brutal, crappy position that he's been placed in. Um, but he also is going to have to find a way to sort of get over that resentment so he can move forward with his career, too. I mean, you know. It's a bad breakup. You can't carry that baggage with you to the next one. No, uh, nobody wants that. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Jeff Darlington, thank you for the call and for your insight and uh, and for revealing what you saw at Augusta douchery. National. It's been nice. Heavy, heavy name-dropping douchery. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's been nice knowing you. Um, after you gave that, is that a word I can say either? I don't. That's okay. Jeff Dushington of ESPN <laughs> here. <laughs> on the Rich Eisen show. Is this thing on? Yeah, no, that, we just reserved that for we just reserved that for the Rich Eisen show in Peacock. That's it. <laughs> Take care of yourself, sir. You be well. Always appreciate Later, it. Jeff. It's Jeff Darlington mm-hmm. here on the Rich Eisen Show. You should follow him on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I do it. It's a lot of fun. Jeff Snitchington. <laughs> did you really call him that? I did. He's, he was referring. He was using the word over and over oh. again. Suze must be locked into getting the news yeah, ready because was, that's normally yeah. one of her favorite words. Yeah, it just went over her head. Right okay. No, I've heard it. She's, no, she <laughs> hears everything. so proud. She can, I just thought, like, you said that I was going to get in trouble earlier. Like, you're throwing out some uh, heavy douchery. No, well, you, 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 you threw okay. out a phrase that was, like, almost right. misunderstood and right. misconstrued. And, and, I got it. Yeah. Let's, let's take a break. <laughs> Uh, when we come back, uh, Suze, you've got the news all settled. Yep. Um, uh, is there a room for another team in Dallas, Texas, in the National Football League? Did you hear about this? I Susie was telling me about that this morning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be fun. And by the way, there's a Christmas Day game that has been announced today oh. as well. Lost by the, the Brady news. Right. But we'll come right back. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844204. Rich Terzo's been waiting forever. Let's get to Terzo. All rise, all everybody. Rise. All rise. Terzo and Iowa. What's up, Terzo? What's up, guys? Hey, Susie, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Terzo. Nice to talk to you. Hey, Rich, I have to agree with you. If Coop's pitching tonight and it's a playoff game, he has to be on the field for that. It's just way too important. I love soccer, but it's not a playoff game. you got to be there for your team. For the Damn playoff. straight. Damn straight. Well, he'll be there. He just wants to do something beforehand. You know, like he's not skipping it. He just wants to do another sport and another performance and another appearance. Let's put it what it is. Right. Beforehand. And uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Hey, Terzo, what, what, if, what, if, what if the playoff game, they're really good. Like, they're good. What if the soccer team's terrible? I'm sorry, Brian. But, like, Terzo, oh, does that wow. come into play? I, I think it. Uh, I think 100 percent it does. Because oh. I'd rather I'd rather him be at full strength. And the unfortunate part is I've had to ma- I had to make that decision when I was a kid as well too. So I know what it is, and I think you'll have more fun playing baseball for a good team. In the These playoffs. are kids we're talking about, Suze. We're kids. I'm she didn't say anything. She just, just saw it like she it is. asked, right, Susie, You said just let's just say, Damn. just putting out there. What if yeah. the team wasn't? What good. if that's that a, was yeah. just a what if yeah, total in, in a world? Yeah, she didn't say the team was lousy. No, she in a just, world. In, the in world. which perhaps in the world. Oh boy. What's your what's on your mind, Terzo? What's on your mind? Oh so these NBA playoffs have been absolutely fantastic outside a couple injuries and some bad officiating. But it's been fun to watch some of these role players really step up and it seems like it's been across the board uh throughout all of the series, which I think it's just made this one of the better playoffs for the NBA in a long time. You know what? It, the, the, you got four series that are tight. Anybody could win it. It's not like some te- some teams got the seventy win season that you'd think is going to just dominate, and nobody's going to be able to come out of the East or the West to try and take that team out. Anybody could win it. Any single one of these eight remaining teams could go on a run. Some of these teams have got some dynamite players, Luca and Dallas. Obviously, we're talking about Giannis with the Bucks, Tatum with the Sixers, uh, with the Celtics. Your Sixers, TJ, have clearly got Embiid. You've got some star power. You've got the Miami Heat as the top seed. You got the Suns as the top seed. You got a lot of controversy. You got flagrant twos. You got codes being broken. You got a lot of angry people. You got some refs in the hot seat, coaches in the hot seat. It's been it's been pretty dynamite so far. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think. And I think if I'm Luca right now, I'm going to have to kind of keep my head down because I think CP3 is going to be coming for a pound of flesh tonight. Well, I don't know. I think I think it's again it's the the refs who are going to be worked. And thanks for the call, Terzo. You got uh, last time, um, you know, uh, CP3 fouled out mm-hmm. and pissed off. And uh, I think Luca, if he breathes on somebody, there might be a whistle blown, and the the Suns fans are going to go crazy if Luca. 
even comes close to breathing on somebody and there's no whistle involving him, they're going to go nuts. It's going to be an absolute den in that spot in the Valley of the Sun. And, um, you know, uh, I'm there for it. And then the best part, I left out the best part about these playoffs is that my preseason choice to win it all is still alive. (laughs) And actually the only team that's up three games to one. True. There was a point last night, and we were watching it before we get to your news update, Suze. We were point last night uh, where the Warriors looked so bad that we were all wondering if the Sacramento Kings still had the receipt on hiring Mike Brown, who was <laughs> pressed into service in a very emotional day as they kept pointing out, like, hey, Steve Kerr was coaching, then he wasn't coaching, and then I'm sure everybody's wondering, do I have it or not? And who else is going to be out? Who else is not going to be out? How are they going to put it all together? And um, the Warriors still came out with the win. And the Charles Barkley referred to it as a scrimmage he was in the right. first half. He was dead on. And we saw the thing, we saw the game turn in the fourth quarter because for the first three, it looked like a scrimmage. Like he, he mentioned thoughtless basketball, and that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, we're hoisting. Who's yeah. taking that shot? I don't know. They were hoisting, but my dubs came through. My dubs. Did that's he correct. just say his dubs? Yes, yeah, Susie. He's been saying that for, I don't know. His dubs? His, yeah, he picked them to win. I did. At the beginning of the season. Very beginning of the season. Very not, beginning not, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't like two weeks in when it they was, were like 8-1 and, and they were obviously significant, yeah. uh, and playing he, a significant role. So did it, he just say his dubs? Yeah. He, he, not only did Jordan he Poole? say his dubs, he's been saying his dubs. What's your problem? Mine? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm letting your Wait, wife you know teams. what goes on around here when yeah. she's not here. TJ, TJ, how often does Steve Kerr come on for him? Rich, you, you just know, got molded. Okay. <laughs> you got molded. All right. Now look, it's now time to get to the news. Here's Suze with the news. <laughs> I'm so desperate for airtime. I'll just throw anybody Suze on board. With the Is that news. wrong? Look, give me a break. Come on. <laughs> and now with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment. It's Susie Schuster. <laughs> All right, I love it. Well done. Great Boy, open. I just get, I just get just the replacement treatment. But oh my god, very nice. With the TJ, little, uh... TJ's gotten it. I mean, you've done it, right? Well, just once. Okay. And, and I do love enough. Chris Parnell. That doesn't get old for me. Is it that wrong? How about, but that, I don't know who you're talking about. That's Tom Brokaw. That's Brokaw. Oh, 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 right, That's right. the NBC <laughs> News Emeritus <laughs> taking his time out of his busy. You know, emeritus schedule to be our emeritus. You know how hard it was to get Brokaw? All right, what's going on Where? over there? What do we have, Suze? What's your what's your top story? Well, over I there? do have news. Uh, the <laughs> NFL on CBS announced uh, they have a Twitter poll out. They uh-huh. said if uh, there was going to be a, a new expansion team, mm-hmm. what city do you think would deserve it the most? Mm-hmm. We heard TJ from a very interested municipality. Mm. I think they're a municipality. Is that right? I'm the city. Uh, the mayor of Dallas, Mayor Eric Johnson tweeted back, the answer is Dallas. Why? We're about to pass the Chicago Metro and become the number three Metro in the U.S., which would make us the largest U.S. Metro without two teams. Football is king here. Dallas needs an expansion team, and we would be able to sustain two NFL teams better than L.A. or New York. TJ, how do you feel about a secondary team in Dallas? <laughs> okay, that's that's one county you know, heard from. I, I feel like this. You know, I don't live in Dallas. I don't live in the area, so I feel like this is a question better po- posed to someone who would actually be affected by this. But as a Cowboys fan, yeah, it doesn't Look, really affect I, I me. I appreciate the mayor. I, I appreciate civic pride. I appreciate mayors saying it with their chest. I understand yeah. that there's civic pride and 
and that Dallas is a a major metro. That's it's called a metroplex for a reason, right? Dallas, Fort Worth, the whole area. And he's yeah. correct. It might it's it's becoming maybe larger than Chicago. Everybody moving there after New York and Los Angeles, and and I, I totally understand what he is saying. Um, and Dallas might have the fan base to to have a. Another team. There's no way. But there's not. I, I, I cannot imagine another city. I guess Green Bay would be up there too. But another city that I would want to expand into less if I'm spending billions of dollars of my own money to go into an NFL city and become immediately the number two team in the city. I couldn't there is have, less pie. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much pie is there I mean, at all. Wouldn't pie. Uncle Could Jerry you imagine that like, from what, happening? Well, I, I know. Oh, we, no, no, no. Not he I don't know. I don't know. Because, again, He's I think the, the mayor, I'm re- reading more, the mayor says he wants a, a second stadium, right? He oh. wants to build a second stadium in a different area, Frisco, South right? Dallas. Yeah, no, yeah but no, couldn't no. And so, Jerry? And so, so that's where Jerry would go, get out of, get out of here. Yeah. I don't have like, patience to jack with you today. That's exactly, exactly what he would say, as a matter of fact. Exactly. Right. So I, I, I would think if you tell him the team stays in your stadium yeah. and you get a cut, you get a piece, that might... Or, you know, he might soften be somewhat interested. No, that's not soften the blow. He has to agree to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just expand it to somebody else's market without the say-so of your uh, of your of whoever has the rights to that market. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's I, 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 I wouldn't put anything past anything anymore in yeah. this world where you say he would never go for it. You know, Brady would never want to call football games <laughs> until the bag is put on the table, and suddenly, hey, everybody, I'm you are looking live. You know, like yeah. so. I can't say that, but I'm just saying I could not imagine. You're a Met fan. You're a Clipper fan. You're 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 the. I'm already involved you, in you these situations. You personify rooting for the number two teams in markets, and you know what it's like to be the second place team it in the sucks. level of it. it sucks could you imagine being that team in dallas no oh, it would stink. i mean after Susie, 50 years 60 years stink. of cowboys yeah. like Susie, you go, you go to a, a dodgers game and a clipper pops up on on the diamond vision they get booed it's crazy so no i yeah i wouldn't want to be have anything to do with that i couldn't but, imagine like could you imagine you expand in the green bay market and they love football up there in wisconsin they love it well, but not suddenly. So who, who, like, is there a fan in Dallas where they're like, I would, I would love another football team here as because long as I, the Cowboys. I, I cannot stand the Cowboys. I'm sure that that's there are. from Dallas. Yeah, I'm that's sh- from I'm, Dallas. Not moving in from another spot sh- where you grew up hating the Cowboys. Obviously, there are. Like, look, Enough I grew up in the, the Pittsburgh area, and I, I don't hate the Steelers. I'm not a Steelers fan as much as I'm a Cowboys fan. But I know there's people like that. But you're right, not enough. Man, that would just be a tough market to. Same thing for Take Pittsburgh. Imagine in. the second team oh, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh like, would, no never, way. They, they, Can you yeah. imagine if there was like the Boston Wranglers and now oh. there's two teams in New England? That would be insane. Instead of, you mean football or yeah. just baseball? Even? Football. Baseball, forget baseball, about it. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm all for civic pride, but that one just, that one was kind of, I don't know if I, you know, it costs you $2 billion, $3 billion to get into this club. And now you've got to, Get your fan base going in Dallas. Don't go to the Cowboy game, folks. Go to the what? I don't even know what you'd call them. 
the Wranglers. The ra- the ra- okay. The Texas Wranglers. Which, by the way, is a great name for a, a team. I'm yeah, available sounds too close license. to the Texas Rangers, though, right? The no, Texas the Wranglers. Wranglers. Oh, that that sounds Wranglers. like cowboyish. The cowboys. Yeah. See. Okay. What else you got we're over there? We're workshopping. I know what we're doing on Christmas. What are we doing? We are well, apparently. <laughs> Not celebrating? <laughs> I'm gl- I'm, I wanted to say something. It's so okay. Let the Jews handle this. <laughs> I was like, I better not let that come out. Look, I like a Christmas tree. I'm sorry. I know that. That's true. I'm sorry. I love a Christmas tree. No uh, reason to apologize. The reigning Super Bowl champs will be hosting the Denver Broncos on Christmas Day, the second game in a three-set game on Christmas. So that'll be... Um, Yep, CBS. announced, and it'll be on CBS and Nickelodeon week 16 at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So 1.30 right around here. Yeah. Okay. So, so a little here's, lunch and a little uh, well, football. Here's, here's, what I, here's a couple things. Um, I have been told it is, in fact, a triple header. Um, and I've, in fact, been told this is week 16. By the way, the schedule release show is on Thursday, and you're seeing that they're there releasing a couple games here, a couple games there. It's like schedule release week now, which, trust me, all of us here at NFL Network, they're going to work three hours on Thursday night for the exclusive release. We love it. (laughs) Um, It And so, no, but there is no I in NFL. We're all team players. At any rate, um, so there's a triple header. uh, It's a week 16 triple header on Christmas Day. And I I believe, this will be confirmed on Thursday, the rest of the entire uh, week, with the exception of a Monday nighter, is going to be played on Saturday, Christmas Eve. So Saturday will have the bulk of the NFL Games. Week 16 schedule. Yeah. Then there's three games on Christmas Day. CBS making a huge announcement today about their game that's going to be on CBS and Nickelodeon, and I'm sure they're yeah. thrilled that Fox and Tom Brady is what we're talking about. Um, and so put it all together. Um the NBA is not going to be I'm happy. I'm kind of supposed to be NBA. It's, you know, that's not going to be happy That's now. the way, that, that's the that's way that ball bounces. Um, I'm still watching hoops on Christmas. I, I'll tell you this. I'm kind of surprised. I thought Denver and Russell Wilson yeah. coming back to the NFC West in the home of the Super Bowl champs as a Bronco, I thought that was going to be your opening night game. I thought that was going to be the kickoff NBC. Um, now, Tariko and Collinsworth on on Thursday night, the kickoff first glimpse of Russell Wilson in a Bronco uniform back in his old NFC West stomping grounds. He can't quit them. They can't quit him against the Rams. I thought that would be it. But it's not. They're saving that for week 16, middle of a triple header on Christmas, which makes me wonder, what is going to be the first game of the season that I'm assuming we get to announce that fact on Thursday night? I don't know if that's we the case. It. We thought we, we thought another... it was this. I guess no, this. I and put up, put up the, put up. There ways. you go. So I don't think they're going to go. Uh, oh, we see. Here's the schedule. I know. Who I don't is. think they're going to go in the um, direction of a of a of a division game. I don't think they're going to open with a division game, and it's not going to be Carolina. And I I I just don't think, even though Dallas is on that schedule, I don't think that Dallas. It's fair to give them. 
that game in back-to-back years. It's so difficult no. to win in the home yeah. of a team that's raising the banner. They did it against Brady last year. They're not going to make Dallas do that again. They're saving that for a Sunday. There's an Atlanta home date. That ain't it either. There's two choices left. The Raiders, as you know, are a very popular team. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that it's Devontae oh. Adams' first game as yeah, a Raider. I like that one. Or I think it's going to be the Bills. I think it is too. And Josh Allen. Has to be. And and I think it's going to be Bills at Rams, the game that could have been the Super Bowl had the Bills defended 13 seconds of the clock in the divisional playoff round. And the Bills. Josh Allen and the Bills, who, were, who might be, by the way, by the end of Thursday night when we're done with that schedule release show, might be the team with the most nationally televised appearances when it's all said and done, because ESPN announced and ABC announced yesterday a double header. It's not a double header. It's two games, one on ESPN, one on ABC with staggered start times, uh, one at 730 at night and one at 815 at night, I believe. Um, and the, the early game and that night is Titans at Bills. So I think the Bills first two games of the season are going to be for the whole country to feast on with Josh Allen. He's 100% fantasy league owned. Same thing with Stephon Diggs. Same thing with, I bet you Gabriel Davis is going to have a big season. Everyone's going to, Bills are going to be a lot of teams, a lot of people's uh, Super Bowl favorites, and we're going to have to get used to that world. From overreaction Monday, they were yours yesterday. Right? I, 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 I think that's going to be your opening game now. So, yeah, I, I I think that's the way it's going to – that ball's going to bounce. And by the way, the the ESPN-ABC two games in one night, Monday night, get used to that. They're only doing that once this year. Apparently that's happening three times next year. So um, you're going to have multiple games on three Monday nights next year, this time just Monday night for week two. Um very good news update, Susie. Very good news update. Thank you. How well much done. time do we have left in this segment? We have no time left in this okay, segment. Okay, when we come back, yes. Coop's Little League coach is on hold. Oh, 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 oh. His Little League coach? Yeah. Little, not guy. the soccer coach. He's on hold. Line three. Fantastic. <gasps> oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> this is great news. Okay, let's take a break. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Rob. We'll get you in a minute. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio outfit with everything together. Every golf equipment company claims to be longer off the tee, but Callaway's new Rogue ST driver is the only one built to completely bomb it. It's been speed tuned. That's the ST in the Rogue ST driver. To be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever, there's four different types of Rogue ST drivers. So you should be able to find the one that fits you perfectly, like the Max fits me because it is the most forgiving and the most incredible with an incredible combination of distance distance and forgiveness it's awesome i use the max the max d is for anybody who wants a dedicated draw model with more shot shape correction if you want something more low spin the max ls is the one for you stronger trajectory more neutral ball flight the true players out there the rogue st triple diamond ls that's the one for you compact low spin head tour players love it Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go rogue. Find your rogue ST driver at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue. Okay, fun show today. Um, Before we wrap it up, um, I guess a developing story as it (laughs) continues here on the program. Uh, You brought it to uh, my attention. I I did, and I just got a whole load of trouble by calling um, the soccer team less than great. Well, the soccer team, just in case everybody's just joining us at the end of our program uh our son our youngest son cooper has got a big game today uh he's got his uh grade school regular season soccer game um two hours before a first pitch of a playoff little league game that they earned in the winner's bracket by winning yesterday against the the number one team in our league and coop is scheduled to start and he wants to play soccer first. He went to the. You said he went to school in his uniform. Is he, that what you said? He saying? didn't just go in his uniform. He wore his shin guards to school. Oh my god! <laughs> I love okay, it. so he's locked in, and I say I, I, I'm going to be the John Schuerholz of this two sports star trying to play both games in the same town, and one day I'm 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 shutting it down. I said no soccer. He's got to focus on Ooh. his little league. And you say, well, Brian, his coach, said, he just texted me. He said, you know, he's not fragile. He can take it. Okay. Ooh. Well, um, I think again, uh, little league has uh, the top position in this, and I'm not just saying that because his coach is on the line right now. Rob in Los Angeles, sir, you're on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. What's up, Rob? Hey, how you doing, Rich? <laughs> so, what do you What do you I think? think? I got tipped. I got tipped off to this soccer game, and I was making the lineup card, and I got a little nervous. I wanted to. Find out how this nets out. Is is he going to be there in time for warm-ups, or are we looking at a helicopter arrive? <laughs> <laughs> there's no helicopter ride, Rob, because there's going to be no soccer. I'm bringing the curtain down on this two-sport situation. That's what I'm doing. All right. So I, I hope the soccer coach doesn't get mad at me then. No, so here's the thing, Rob, because you are, again, uh, a football coach and a, ba- a baseball coach, So you and you have been so respectful of everybody's two-sport or multiple-sport or multiple-endeavor schedule all season long, but this is the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. This is it, you know? Yeah. Right? Okay, it's, so you agree with this. You agree with my ruling is what you're saying, Rob. I mean, I, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to hurt anybody else's feelings out there, but yeah, that's what I do with my kid. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. Suze, this is it. Over. Take the shin guards off. It's over. All We're right. I, I'll call into school and I'll let Cooper <laughs> down. I'll let him know that it's all about that starting position at 5 o'clock. That's right. Oh, no, it's 4 o'clock. It's warm-ups. No, it's hey, warm-ups is 4. The game drops at 5. I, I can't imagine right. Max Scherzer's okay. dad telling him that he couldn't play both. But. Well, look and look at Max today yeah. is all I'm saying. Because yeah, yeah. his dad let him go out and play both. All right, Rob, I got it. I got the teams back. I got the teams back. <laughs> Okay. All right, I, ho- I hope I don't get anybody in trouble, and I hope Cooper's not mad at me. No, don't worry about it. And by the way, uh, in your entire um, endeavors as, as a coach, a youth sports coach, is this the first time you've ever called into the show of the starting pitcher's uh, father and, and, <laughs> and mother? Have this you ever is done the first time, yes. Okay. Very hey, Rob, good. I'm going to try to control myself behind home <laughs> plate today. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're fine. You're doing fine. Okay. Very good. By, by the way, when he says you're fine, it's just. Uh, He's like, please, please control no, yourself. There's no two umpires on the field. <laughs> he, he said the 16 year old said that the lady with the two dogs, she really gave me a hard time. <laughs> Oops. Like, that's right, a Rob. strike. It's a strike. Rob, I got your back. I'll see you later. We'll see you later today. Talk, talk to you soon. Okay. There we go. We're going to stay in the winner's bracket, people, because dad's bringing down the curtain on this whole venture. Over. And he's the nicest guy. He would absolutely say, you know, hey, you know what? Maybe it's okay. No, no, no. Now, listen, Coop has P.E. at 1235. That's okay. He's all in for P.E., It's okay. Okay, just check. Yeah, keep his shin guards on. You ever think that Coop's trying to use soccer to get loose? Like, get his mind off of the game? No, we don't need him running around in open space. We don't need that. (laughs) That's for another day. (laughs) He doesn't, but you know, knowing Coop, he doesn't want to let his he doesn't want to let his soccer teammate or Coach Brian down. Coach Brian, hey, that, you I know that. you know how much love we have for you. Do you? Yes, because he, he listens and like he, he, he he's a major. <laughs> not only because he's just a, a wonderful human being and a terrific coach, he's also a regular consumer of the Rich Eisen show. That's a triple play that I respect. TJ just went next octave. What is it? High octave? Minute, what do you call it? Wait, 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 is this the register. soccer coach we're talking to or the baseball coach? The soccer coach. Yeah, nah, you don't like him. You oh, that's not true. I mean, he won't let you I know. I will just say this. Another day. <laughs> another day. Coop will be there another day. Not today. Not today. Like Game of Thrones. Not today. And I'll say that to the opposition. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to use this microphone to play mind games with an 11-year-old because it's the playoffs. I just did that. Yes, you did. All right. We'll see you on Wednesday's program. Shout we'll out wrap Jeff up the show on Peacock. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Darlington. <laughs> Snitchington. I won't say the other word. We're already in enough trouble. 